Oh, hey. Oh, <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to my house. Uh, and apologies to people like Tuck, who said, can I please finish watching your other video before you go live? Chill out, bro. Uh, he didn't say chill out. I was telling myself to chill out. Yeah, but I brain farted on the Dante Fowler, completely forgot about it. Uh, so I was like, man, just pop on now. Just do something right now. So I slapped in a giant plug because I have an addiction problem, and here we are. Uh, okay. Oh, between David Ojabo and Sky Moore, who are you taking the second? Sky Moore. Y'all stop doubting my Sky Moore love. I'm taking Sky Moore at 24, so you don't have to ask at 56. Boba Fett started therapy. Thanks for some inspo. Hell yeah. That's my dude. Therapy kicks ass. Mental health kicks ass. Look up NAMI, N-A-M-I, North Texas. I'm chairing their walk this year, and I'm going to make a team, and we're going to raise all the money in the world and all the awareness in the world for mental health. It's going to be kick-ass. Kilgore jumped in the super chat before I even got here. Any truths to any of the free agency buzz? Your thoughts on who the Cowboys will go after? Also, give us a mock, of course. Everybody always wants a damn mock. Tavone, thank you in the super chat. I love you, Jeffrey Cav. We're going to get you a new name for the show. Come up with one, Pastor Carl. Pastor Carl Day is an incredible human that I'm happy to call friend. It's going to change the whole damn world. And he's a Cowboy fan living in the Northeast, so that's hard. Hey, KG. Kevin Gray in the building. Have fun at uh, have fun on G-Bag, buddy. Kill it. Kevin Gray's a beast. I like the Nami plug. It was cool to meet you Saturday. Hell yeah. Nami kicks ass. Way too many people want mocks all the time. Let's hear about this fake Jerry call this morning. Fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so that's part of today. Now there's a thing on Twitter where somebody was claiming that Jerry said, yep, we met with honey badger and uh, he talked football with Micah Parsons for two hours and things like that. And, Jerry wasn't even on the fan today. Do you know how many headlines would come out if Jerry was on the fan? Do you know how many things they would have to ask him about right now? Jerry wasn't on the fan this morning. It's always, can we get a mock? Never, how you doing? Yeah, come on, man. How's the retired life treating you? Kevin said I had one too many brews last night. It happens to me about once a month, sometimes twice a month, where I'll have a long day where you don't realize what's happening and you've had too much. And then the next day it's like, that's it. I'm never drinking again. And then a few days later, I'll be like, okay, I can do this. Just not as much. Keep going strong. Give us the best content. Thank you, Wesley. How come you don't want Jermaine Johnson? He's a need from Clayton. I'll take Jermaine Johnson at 24. I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. Jeff, how's your bracket? Didn't do one. I pretend college basketball is a thing for me when it's tournament time. Before the tournament, I probably don't watch a single game. Um, so I don't have one. So I'm great. I haven't missed a single game yet. I haven't gotten any of them wrong. How mad are we going to be when Connor and Lyle play so much better at their new teams? I love Lyle Collins to the Bengals. Love, love, love. Because the Bengals are like, I got way too many friends that are from LSU. And so they got Burrow and they got Chase. So I'm already like a fake Bengals fan that enjoys cheering for my friends, players. Now they got LC and I'm friends. One of my very good friends is um, part of his family. So I'll be pulling for LC. That'd be great. Uh, How is retired life treating me? Really good. 
Like I need to support my dog and now say that running backs matter. I will say anything that Pastor Carl tells me to say. Running backs matter. The name of the running back doesn't matter. Running backs matter. Jeff, are you more or less informed about the Cowboys after leaving radio? The exact same. Because when I want information about the Cowboys, I go to the exact same people. Here's the thing about when you leave a job. You don't lose your connections unless you were using people for connections or something like that. The people that I deal with are friends of mine. Uh, so leaving 105.3, the fan didn't stop me from being friends with the people who I am friends with. They're my friends. Gina, Jeff, do you work for the athletic now? That a little premature. I think I put it in the Twitter bio cause I will be doing some stuff with them. I'm doing some stuff with D magazine. Uh, I'm doing stuff here. I'm having fun. He calls Brian brought us. That's one of them. I got people. I don't have a gang of seven like Brian, but I got like a gang of five and a half. Gang of 50. Uh, okay, so guys, yeah, Dante Fowler. Sorry, this morning totally brain farted on the Dante Fowler thing, but that's their fault. You can't sign somebody on a weekend and think that on Monday morning, right when I wake up and hit the button, that I'm going to remember him. Uh, and the other thing about Dante Fowler, Cowboys signing, is Dante Fowler is very Cowboys, very Cowboys of a signing. Former top five pick. Last two years, not good. Just not good. So you're going to put him back with Dan Quinn and hope for the best. Signing Dante Fowler better not take you out of trying to sign Zadarius Smith. Better not. Because even with Dante Fowler on the team, if I had to guess, right now, he ain't a starter. Lawrence Armstrong's probably a starter over Dante Fowler because Fowler's never been a real good run player. He's kind of a win with speed and athleticism off the edge guy. So he's more of a pass rusher than a defensive end. And he's had two really bad years. So it's going to be a little bit of money, no real risk. And if it hits great, that's what Dante Fowler's going to be. Is Hellman your half? Yeah. Hellman's a source. You better damn well believe it. Sarah, you see much more or less. Now, Sarah Bowman in the chat. Sarah, Sarah's been riding with us here for, what, 11 years? 10, 11 years? Like, every event at the fan, like, 10, 12 years ago? Sarah was in that mofo. I appreciate the support. Love the signing. Hope they're still trying to get Smith. Me, too. Jeff, I think what you are forgetting with the whole Zadarius Smith situation is that we like our guys. There's only so much pie. <laughs> Uh, they're not done in free agency. They're not done in free agency. It may be, maybe it's more likely that it's Jason Pierre Paul than Zadarius Smith, but they're not done in free agency. They could be done at edge in free agency. They could be. I hope they're not. Uh, no more news on Zadarius Smith to this point, but it, I sure would like to see something on it today. Somebody in the chat saying Bobby Wagner to the Eagles. I hadn't seen that. Let me take a peek here. No, the last thing I see on Bobby Wagner is the fake Fox 4 guy claiming that he's signing with the Cowboys. Boy, I tell you, Twitter is a dangerous place when it comes to people getting signed. Dangerous place. 
so Honey Badger, there's made up shit about him right now. Bobby Wagner, there's made up stuff. Zadarius Smith, uh, there's not really any made up stuff. Uh, JPP, I have seen that the Cowboys are at least interested, but hey, how much pie does he want? How many Dune books you got back there and how many have you read? No Dune books behind me, but I've read every book behind me, 100%. We've got, what's over here? Mistborn Trilogy, very good. One Harry Potter book. Ken Follett, World Without End. That's the sequel to uh, Pillars of the Earth, which is great. John Sanford, these are the detective novels. Uh, These are either Lucas Davenport or Virgil Flowers are the characters. They're great. Reacher books, Lee Child, Game of Thrones, Gentleman Bastard sequence, good fantasy series. Got lots of stuff. They won't get anyone because they won't pay them what they're worth. That's probably true. They won't get Honey Badger either. No, they won't. They probably won't get Honey Badger. No, no, no. Have you heard anything about Jimmy G? I'm not on the tweeter. Uh, the last thing I saw was from Pro Football Talk, which means you have to take it with a grain of salt because it's Mike Florio, and he very much just throws crap at the wall and sees what happens. Uh, and the claim from the 49ers that they have an offer for two second-round picks for Jimmy G, and if that's true, they would have already accepted it. So I don't believe that for a second. Next, what do we got? Oh, got some supers here. Any chance we don't sign our draft picks? <laughs> just, no, we'll sign our draft picks. Thoughts on Marcus Jones as a returner? Marcus Jones, that is that the little Houston corner? He's a good player. He's just small. He's a good returner. He's a good corner. Anything about how they're approaching the O-line this offseason? Yes, uh, I have read Brad Meltzer, Sarah. What are his, uh, um, what's his genre? Meltzer is kind of detective-y, like not fantasy, but maybe science fiction-y, if I'm remembering right. Read all sorts of things. Have you read the Harry Dresden books by Jim Butcher? 100%, David. I've read every single one of them. And then as an anxiety person, I learned this about myself. Uh, I never knew why, but like I'll read new stuff but I've read like most of the fantasy genre, good stuff. And so I tend to go back to things I've already read. And it turns out that that's because it's comforting for anxiety people. So like right now I'm re-listening to all the Reacher books. I just finished re-listening to all the Harry Dresden books. So yeah, I go back and ones I like, I go back to them. What about Fletcher Cox? You could do it. Um, You got to figure out what he's got left in the tank. And you got to figure out what you're going to do at defensive tackle because he would just be dropped into the mix with Osa, Tristan, or let me put him in order, probably Neville Gallimore, Osa, Tristan Hill. But, yeah, if you think he's got enough left in the tank, have you read Wheel of Time? I'm on book five right now. I've tried before, and I petered out in, like, book eight or nine, and I was just like, eh. And that happened with me with The Sopranos, too. Things that people tell me are, like, these awesome things. And I've just gone, meh. Even being way into it, I can still just kind of peter out on something. And I did that with Wheel of Time. But I'm trying again now because it's on TV. Uh, Fletcher Cox. Jeff, have you tried Aikman's new beer? Yes, it's fine. But that's it. It's fine. Um, Fletcher Cox, didn't you re-sign with Philly? Let's see, guys. Off a weekend, fellas. I don't have to do a five hour show today. 
Yes, Fletcher Cox and Boston Scott both got one-year deals to go back to Philadelphia. So no Fletcher Cox, the end. Yeah, so leave in the comments sci-fi, not sci-fi, but fantasy recommendations. I'm more likely to enjoy something that has magic than something that is in space. Okay, that's my, that's how I differentiate. You're pending about Weidermeyer. He's fine. Yeah, third, fourth round, he's fine. It's a decent little tight end class, but there's nobody in there that blows me away. Just a bunch of guys where it's like, yeah, he's fine. What's the loadout on Warzone? Haven't played it in a while. Trent, appreciate you being in the super chat. How believable is the Z report? There are a lot of cowboy guys I trust, and none of them have mentioned it. Yeah, that's it. It it don't you just don't don't trust reports. Like if the cowboys are interested or having a conversation with somebody, I will tell you, or Michael Gelkin or Todd Archer or Dave Hellman or Brian Broadus or somebody like that will tell you if you're getting it from a random name it's made up and they're trying to get followers on some platform any thoughts clowny browns offered two years 24 million try this book called lord of the rings i'll punch you right in the face okay got that you got that i got to i got tolkien handled okay Got Tolkien handled. All right. The Last Kingdom. Oh, I love historical fantasy. I tried the Dark Tower series, petered out. I have not played Elden Rings yet, but I saw that my guy, Mike White, at Not To Be Tried on Twitter, played it and it appeared like he was addicted. So maybe I'll play it today. I ain't got nothing to do. You seen Bright with Will Smith? No, no, I have not. Sam Williams, Ole Miss linebacker. Maybe I should watch some tape today. I'm not familiar with him. I'm not familiar with that for person yet. Let me write this down, though. The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. Is it books? I need books. I require books. Thoughts on bringing in Mike Fisher for a show? Sure, Fisher's a friend of mine. We can hang out. He can tell he can tell us what Jerry and Steven told him to say, and then I'll tell you what a player and agent say. Yeah, Matthew, that's a fake report. That Todd person, I don't even know that that's a real person. It's made up. Bobby Wagner report, made up, 100%. Uh, so, yeah, there's nothing with Bobby Wagner in the works. If there is, I'll let you know. Says the guy who brain farted on Dante Fowler this morning. How about that? Prediction on who will return punts next year with Cedric Wilson gone. Um, CD can do it. Is an athletic subscription worth it? Hundred percent. Like their cow, I, they're, it's worth the subscription just for their cowboy stuff. With um, Bob Sturm, who I'm going to talk to this week on here. Uh, Bob Mashoda. Am I missing somebody? But their cowboy stuff by itself is worth a subscription. Yeah, I think the athletics really good. I surely do. Vikings on Netflix. People are telling me that's good. Sort of truth. I have that somewhere, but I never started it. Every time I go to the toilet, I drop off a Bobby belt. Shit. Bobby's as good an insider as you're going to find. Going for the cheech look by growing out your hair, Jeffrey. Yes. Kind of. I kind of am. Still got my left arm for you. Need a scout cast with Dane, the goat. 
I've got like four of those up. We do them every Wednesday. It's not Scoutcast. It's called Plug and Play. Scoutcast is with Vach Lombardi. Uh, Party at Jeff's Pool Fun. What are your thoughts on Mafe? Mafe is one of those dudes that's a really good athlete. Boye Mafe, Minnesota pass rusher. He's one of those guys that's a really good athlete, but his tape isn't that great. So when I'm watching him, I'm like, man, that's like a third or fourth round player. But he has the athletic profile of a guy that could turn into a good NFL pass rusher, which that elevates guys. So he may be a top 50 pick. He may be a top 40 pick. At 56, I'd go, okay, I get it. Favorite running back? What's the highest pick you'd pull the trigger for him? Uh, my favorite is probably Brees Hall. He's at Iowa State. Um, but for the Cowboys, I would pick a random fourth or fifth round running back because running backs matter. Read the Warded Man. Read it. Did the whole series. Really enjoyed it, too. Warded Man's good. Anyway, we can get Trust the Tape on YouTube or is it already on another channel? I'm not on Trust the Tape anymore. I came up with the title, but it belongs to the fan. So I think Zach Wolchuk and Broadus are doing it now. That ain't mine. You don't get to take things with you when you go. Vikings hasn't been watchable since season three. Ever thought about going into politics? Hell no. Absolutely not. God, you want to talk about toxic? Offering my left arm to see Dane and Botch and yourself together. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Traveling man podcast. I can pull that off. What TV streaming shows you watching? None. Jeff doesn't like my name. Naif Fahad? I don't have a problem with your name. Ojabo. Cowboys pick in the second round. Calling it now. I would take that. That's a Cowboys special. He blew out his Achilles at his pro day, but he's a top 20 pick. If he didn't, if he makes it to 56, Cowboys could make that pick, and I wouldn't mind it at all. Have we talked about the Tyron Matthews stuff yet? There is no Honey Badger stuff. That's a whole made-up report. There's absolutely nothing. Do you miss radio already, Jeff? Not at all. I sure do. I sure do not. I have not heard any legit rumblings on Zadarius, but common sense has to tell you that as a guy who didn't get his deal done in Baltimore and he's on the market and you could use a starting caliber defensive end, he makes a lot of sense. He makes a lot of sense. We knew you whiffed on Fowler, but it's all good, bro. You can't. It's Monday morning. He signed again Saturday. I, I blanked. I brain farted. I do that. Late third or fourth for Ingram. Which Ingram? Melvin or Ed? I'd take Ed Ingram in the second. Uh, I'd take Ed Ingram in the second, for sure. The LSU guard, if you can get him in the third, that's great, because I think he's a starter, day one. Texas Rangers and Dallas Mavericks might win a championship for the Cowboys, sure. Any day three one-tech prospect worth watching from Felipe? Uh, Ridgeway, Arkansas would be one. What do you think about JPP? JPP could be good. I wouldn't mind a JPP signing. And the reason is, here's what happened last year with uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. He had a broken finger and a torn rotator cuff that he tried to play through, and you cannot play through a torn rotator cuff. I say that as a man with a torn rotator cuff. Before the two months of physical therapy where now I can at least golf, Putting on a shirt was not fun. Trying to leverage an offensive lineman and play football in the NFL 
you got no freaking chance. None. Uh, Jeff, why did your boy Randy call your fans toxic? Cowboy fans are toxic. Every fan base is toxic. Could you imagine existing as a professional athlete in a world with social media where every single fan can tag you in something, and if you open an account and you hit your mentions, you see them? Even if 90% of Cowboy fans were incredible, 10% toxic in a world where angry people are more likely to reach out to you than happy people, they guess they're toxic. Cowboy fans are toxic. Eagle fans are toxic. Giant fans are toxic. Commander fans are toxic. Every Power 5 college team fan base is toxic. They are. Like, I bet 90% of the people in here are great. Maybe 95, maybe 98. I don't mean there aren't toxic people. Life as a pro athlete sucks. I promise you. Money's great. Randy made his decision. It was wrong, but he did. It was wrong. No, it wasn't. It was what he did. Yes. There you go, Corey. Every fan base is toxic. Dallas just has a bigger fan base, so it seems we're worse than anyone. <laughs> you think Josh Ball will make an impact in 2022 from JD? My guess is no, but who? true Cowboys toxic fan. <laughs> William Reeves, appreciate you being in the Super Chat. Yeah, you shouldn't. If you're a pro athlete, you shouldn't be messing with your social media. You shouldn't. Or you just get real liberal with the block button and just block everybody. Pro athlete life sucks. Cry me a river. Yeah, but again, that is the opinion of someone who thinks that having money makes life great. That ain't, that ain't how it goes. I'm making a lot less money right this second than I was four weeks ago. A lot less. And it's great. Because life is less toxic. U.S. National Championship beard in the house. Good morning, y'all. Okay. Hello. Oh, that is a good-looking beard. Congratulations. Who wins in a Miller Lite drinking contest? Me, Shippy, or Travis Frederick? Oh, I hadn't seen Shippy in a while. Although we have a date to catch up soon. In his day, he was out more than me, but does that mean he can out Miller light me? I don't know. Travis Frederick, when he was 300 pounds, definitely could handle more Miller lights than I did. I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, working for a radio station is toxic? No. Um. Uh, trying to think how to explain it. Being obligated to come up with five hours of content that is sports related when there's not five hours of content in sports worth talking about on a daily basis, and then you have to do it again the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. Being in sports media, I think I'm incredibly grateful for that I was able to build a big enough base that I can kind of do what I want and I can make this work is awesome. I'm grateful for that. But that process wore me out. You get to the point where you're trying to figure out how to fill five hours instead of how can I do a great segment or what is a topic I really want to talk about today. 
is you have to, in a five hour show, you have to come up with, what was that? It was 15 segments, but most topics aren't going to carry a full segment. So you really need 30 topics every day, five days a week. Now consider like the major league baseball all-star break that week. There's no sports on. I need 30 topics and then 30 and then 30 and then 30 and 30. I need 150 topics that week. And really the process of coming up with those topics wasn't as hard as my own brain pretending it was going to be hard leading up to it. So mostly it's just the way my brain works that made it incredibly stressful all the time. And now we good. Now we good. Want to co-op some Elden Ring later? Love to team up on PC. Sure, I got to get the game, but I have a PC. Randy Gregory will be so high in Denver. No, he won't. What's the latest on Curse? The latest on Curse is that Curse believes that he's worth a certain amount, and the Cowboys, at least to this point, have offered less. And Curse seems to be offended by the idea that he needs Dan Quinn to succeed, but if he had a much better offer from someone else already, he would have already signed it, I think. So I think it's just kind of a game of chicken where Curse wants to feel appreciated and the Cowboys don't think that he has a better offer. I always hated when 105 through talking Mavericks when the team was never going to win anything. They forced topics. You got to fill five hours, dude. Jeff and Vach, the only Cowboys content guys who aren't actively losing their minds and pushing a divisive narrative and sowing the seeds of dissension throughout the ranks. Yeah, there's not a lot to freak out about. The offseason is still in its infancy. But, I mean, a lot of people, and it's understandable because if if Joukowsky Tart had caught the interception that Matt Stafford threw him in the NFC title game, then the Rams lose the NFC title game likely. And we aren't living in a post-Super Bowl world where everyone is obsessed with just restructure everybody and move money down the road and who cares and I just you have to sign whatever and whatever and whatever. But because the Rams won, I think that is the world a lot of fans are living in where it's like, if you're not just recklessly moving tens of millions of dollars back and signing the biggest name I can find right this second, then you're not trying to win. It's like the Cowboys front office, they're not the best. They're not great. They're probably the best at scouting, drafting, and developing. They're not great at contract negotiations, deciding who to pay when, all those different things. So. Like, they're not the best, but they're also not the worst. They have a way that they do things, and everybody is really mad about it at the moment, and that's just the way it's going to be until they have more playoff success. Smith would be your starting option. Yes, 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 yes. I'm in the chill and enjoy all of this mode for the rest of my life. I have fun with the drama. There you go. There you go. As Kevin said, pound that like button for me. Do it. Um, what's going to happen in three years when Michael wants to get paid as an edge and not a middle linebacker, the Cowboys would be wise two years from now to just pay Micah right then and don't let it get to that point. And that's what they tend to do far too often is they let it get to the point where it's like, all right, well now you have to pay full market value or your guy's going to hit free agency. And they do that too much because they've been burned trying to pay their own guys. Sean, I've missed if you talked about Zadarius Smith. Any update? No update. 
I believe there's at least a level of interest from the Cowboys and because he's a free agent and he would be a good starter for you and he'd be a good signing until he decides on somewhere or we hear officially that the Cowboys have had a visit with him. You're just kind of in limbo, but I do think that he, uh, a Poovious. let's go. Uh, he's relevant and I hope that they sign him. I think that would be a good signing. We just need him to, uh, to have his back be okay because back injuries for a guy who is about to be 30. That's tough. That's tough, but he's very good. After what the Patriots did with Brady, letting people leave doesn't ever surprise. Yeah, it's true. The Cowboys front office does have a level of arrogance to them where it's like, Oh, you didn't want to sign on our terms. Well then you won't get paid. And the players like, no, I will just wait until I hit free agency and then I'll get paid. Cowboys are like, ha ha, sign what we want. Otherwise, who cares about you? And it backfires on them a lot. Did they cut Zeke after this year or re-sign with a cheaper deal? Hopefully, they cut Zeke after this year. Which is mean. Like, I don't want to, you know, but that he made a bunch of money. He's doing well. But, yeah, that's the contract on their books. It's the biggest albatross. Zeke this year is making, like, twice what the franchise tag would be for a running back. For a guy who is kind of NFL over the hill, he could still be good. But he's just an okay running back that's a great pass blocker that's making twice what the franchise tag would be. Anyway, James Washington could become our number two. Loved him coming out. I don't think so. I think James Washington's going to be your number four receiver, not number two. He's never done anything in the NFL, with all due respect, to make you think that he's an average or above average starter. But I do temper that with he's been playing with Ben Roethlisberger, who's arm shot. And I think James Washington at his best is a deep threat kind of guy. So ideally, he could be a third or fourth receiver who is able to make plays down the field. That is what you're looking for there. What do you think about seeing safety from Georgia? There's so many safeties in this draft that I want to pick at 56 overall, and Lewis Seen is part of that, and I think that a bunch of them are going to be gone between 24 and 56. Like, Lewis Seen at Georgia is a freaking missile coming downhill and has the speed to go sideline to sideline and cover on the back end, but his coverage stuff in college isn't great, probably because Georgia's just so good up front that teams never have time, but he's a fun prospect. Uh... Jaquan Brisker at Penn State, I like him. Probably goes before 24 and 56. Jalen Petrie at Baylor, I like him. Probably goes between 24 and 56. Jeff, no more let's go. We're already here. This is where we want to be. This is where we need to be. We don't need to go any damn where. Let's go. Uh, When I do let's go, it's a throwback to when we had a guy named Brian Dalgan that did Rangers pre and post game. And we had a drop of him, and it just sounded funny. Let's go. Let's go. Are you still friends with some of the guys at the fan? Yes, absolutely. Friends with Broadus, friends with uh, Kevin Gray, friends with Reggie, friends with Basic, Kevin Hagelin, Corey, Sean, like Choppy. Yes, I'm friends with lots of people at the fan. A wide receiver in the draft that can come in and make an immediate impact? Dude, there's so many five or six different guys that could be at 24. Um, Second round, I think George Pickens would be a lot of fun out of Georgia. 
I think Jalen Tolbert at South Alabama, John Mechie at Alabama. Maybe in the third round, Calvin Austin at Memphis. He's like 5'7", 170, but he can fly. He's a fun gadget player. Um, How are we doing, Jeff? We're doing great. We're doing great. Jeffrey, is the front office system broken? Keep signing your own guys just to lose for 25 years in a row. It's not broken because like 2014, 2016, 2019, last year, like they're putting together teams that were good enough to win the Super Bowl. And Tony Romo's good enough was good enough to win the Super Bowl. Dak Prescott is good enough to win the Super Bowl, but they keep coming up short in postseason games. And so it's like, all right, they suck. And it's like, no, they don't suck. They've found a way not to be good enough to win the postseason games. So it's like, meh. And so then everybody's going to hate you because every other team almost in the league has found a way to at least get to a title game since the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. But it's not broken because they've built good enough rosters that could have won a Super Bowl, but they haven't. I was fishing with my daughter in Athens, Texans this week. Weather rocked, caught fish too. Yeah, since it started to get warm, I did my once every two or three years shopping trip. I just go to either the uh, the factory kind of outlet thing for either Eddie Bauer or J. Crew, and I grab two or three pairs of shorts and three or four T-shirts, and bam, I'm set for the next two or three years. Jeff, are there any good third-round choices for a line? Sure. I need to keep looking at a bunch of those guys. I need to get more names knocked out. I should probably spend today doing that. Uh, thoughts on Khalil Shakir from Boise State. I think he's a nice like third-round player, maybe fourth, probably a third-round guy, slot guy at Penn State. He makes a lot of incredible catches. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's a chance. Christian Watson, same thing, third or fourth-round guy, North Dakota State. They don't throw the ball a ton there. But he was good at the was it the senior bowl? I think it was a senior bowl. Tape's pretty good. Third or fourth round guy. Mock Monday. Jeff, did you break past 89 yet? No. I played three times last week. 97, 97, 99. Not good. Not good. But we're working on it. We're working on it. Thoughts on Jamari Sawyer and Cade Mays. I haven't seen Cade Mays yet, but Sawyer was the left tackle for Georgia this year. I think he's an NFL guard that'll go in the second or third round. I think he's a step-in starter. Barbecue joints in DFW worth the first-round pick. Heim, Heim Barbecue. Uh, Pecan Lodge, obviously. God, there's so many that I don't want to do lists and leave any out. But uh, Heim, the dude who runs Heim's my guy. Is there an impact tight end available in the draft? I don't I don't think as a rookie, the guy who's the most interesting to me is Jeremy Ruckert, the Ohio State tight end. They barely threw to him because they had Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, uh, Jackson and Jigba, who's a local guy in DFW. Uh, those guys, just they were so good that they didn't throw to the tight end. Any word on... Matthew, I know the one tweet today was fake. There's a tweet last night that said he decided between the Colts and Cowboys. No, all that stuff's made up. They may be interested, but there's been nothing from anybody that is actually plugged into the Cowboys that would hint towards the Cowboys being anywhere near anything with Honey Badger or even if there is a level of interest. But I'm interested. Dan, Jeff, you good peoples, homie. Love you, man. I wish you all the success. Thank you. 
I sure do appreciate you. Any word on Bobby Wagner? No, 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 no. The only guy in free agency that there's real interest and conversation that has been verified by people who know what they're talking about is Jason Pierre-Paul. There is a level of interest there, and that is very Cowboys. He's coming off an awful year. He's aging. The market might be dried up for him, and he might need to sign a prove-it deal, and the Cowboys are 100% there for that. And I think that he could have a bounce back year because playing with a torn rotator cuff in the NFL is impossible, absolutely impossible. So you, once he's has that fixed and healthy, he might be able to still get after it. What do you think about the Dante Fowler signing? Same thing. That is Joey Gallo at the plate. They're taking a swing on a guy who's a former top five pick that's had two bad years in a row and hoping that with Dan Quinn, they can figure that out and get him back to being a good pass rusher. What do you think about Dorrance Armstrong? NFL starter-ish, decent player, probably really a third or fourth defensive end or rotational guy, but he is one of those dudes that they really like him. They, they like him, which means that's high football character, get to work, go to work, good dude. They like Dorrance Armstrong, but I think he's a third or fourth defensive end. That's a weird nickname for JPP on Twitch from OG Jack. <laughs> Cowboys love depth. Yeah, that's what they do before the draft. They get depth. You know what people don't do in the NFL enough and they should? What people don't do enough in the NFL and they should is flip four, five, six, those rounds, those picks for players. I guess what the Cowboys did with Robert Quinn. That's what Melvin Ingram was for Kansas City. That's the inefficiency. So you're saying that Bobby Wagner report was BS? Yes. Yes. And yes, Michael, I already knew they signed Dante Fowler, but while making the video, I brain farted and didn't think about him in any way, shape, or form, and I apologized. You think they'll re-sign Urban or Watkins? Possible. Especially like Brent Urban, because he got hurt. He's got like no uh, market. Like Brent Urban's not going to have a market. He's going to be playing for peanuts on a prove-it deal somewhere, so it might as well be here. Uh, finally cut the whole crew in my office is not working and watching. Number one question, third round comp pick for Randy. What did he get? Five for 70. It's three or four. I have to pull out the, the charty chart. Yeah. The Wagner thing's made up. All these things are made up. Jeff with D law and Fowler. Are we focused on stopping the run over pass rushing? See, I think Fowler's more of a pass rusher than a run stopper. I think he is more of a almost kind of undersized wins with speed and athleticism and not a good uh, run stopper. Cowboys cut signs at Ari Smith. Do they cut Basham? Maybe. Thought Fish reported on his angry Randy rant that we had spoken to Wagner. That's fine. Uh, he signs Zedarius Smith. I'll be happy. I will be happy with Zedarius Smith as well. That would be nice. What about using some of our 2023 picks to trade up? We should get three comps plus what we already have. Hell, you got comp, you got picks to trade this year. They got four fifth round picks. They're missing either a six or a seven from a trade. But they got four fives, a four, a three, a two, a one. You got picks to play with this year. 
What's the comp pick for Lyle Collins? None. If you release a guy, you do not get comp picks when they sign, and they released him. Quinn has probably spoken to Wagner. I would imagine, I would imagine so. Shout out to Jeff being a nerd and reading his books. Thanks. <laughs> Did you read my last comment? I don't know. There's a lot of comments. Let me scroll up and see if I can find you, Bill. I think Cowboys have a deal in place for Bobby Wagner. They just want to see how Jerry Jones' court date goes. Oh, okay. All right. Did you guys notice? I have, Ray, I have talked about Dante Fowler now. He's a reclamation project that they're hoping they can get production out of on the cheap. Do you think they can sign a big offensive name and how heavy are they going to draft on the defensive side? I think they're going to draft heavy offense because my overwhelming, by the way, I think this is the first time I've seen a comma in the number of live viewers. So thank you guys. I freaking love you. There's a thousand two people here. It's incredible. Um, I think it's going to be an offensive draft because if I had to pick what they're going to pick at number 24 right now, I would say my favorites would be Kenyon Green or Zion Johnson offensive guards out of BC and Texas A&M. And I think that wide receiver will be picked in the first three rounds. Now mixed in there somewhere could be a defensive lineman, a linebacker, maybe a safety. You never have enough corners, but right now it is kind of crowded. They want Kelvin Joseph to take one of the starting jobs, which would mean if you keep Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis, you have a crowded room there. But I think this is going to be an offensive draft. And then maybe they'll pick a punter and a kicker. Wouldn't that be fun? Love a good punter, good kicker. Jeff, you owe me a super chat reply from your last video, buddy. Okay, what'd you say, Christopher Tucker? Thank you. If you send a super chat, I appreciate you. Any preference between Zion and Green? Not really, honestly. I had Green just above Zion Johnson as the top guard in the draft after the athletic testing and then reading over the notes where it's like, well, I love them both. And Zion tested as an incredible athlete and Kenyon uh, tested as a decent athlete. I flipped them, but I really like them both. A lot of people, not enough likes. Come on, give Jeff the respect he deserves. Don't be toxic. Like Randy said, that's good. Yeah. Hit the like button. Name of the wind. I've read it. I hate name of the wind because I read it and didn't realize the series wasn't done yet. And it made me mad. How come there's not more love for Ingram from LSU? Call me crazy. He's sneaky going to be one of. I agree with you. Uh, Ed Ingram, LSU guard, is a good player. I don't know why no one's talking about him as like a top 50 or 60 pick, but I think he's absolutely deserving of that and that he's a step-in NFL starter at guard. What are your thoughts on the Lord of the Rings series? New TV series? Fired up. Got Galadriel in it, right? Elf lady as a youngster? Dude, I'm so in. Am I crazy for wanting Jones in the second more than Davis in the first? No, not at all. Jordan Davis is going to be a top 16-ish pick. Travis Jones, he might sneak into the first round. That's UConn's huge 330-pound defensive tackle. But if he was at 56, I'd pick him. Love you, Jeff. Think we should trade up with those fifth rounders? Yeah, go get Matareza. Go get the punter. Go get the punter. Ironically, Randy is toxic. Hit the thumbs up button if you agree. See, I don't agree with the take, but if that'll get you guys to hit the like button on the video, then go for it. That's what I'm talking about. Hear anything on Bobby Wagner? Nope. Nope, nope. Any rumor, faith in the boys' front office, rate one to 10? Five. 
four, five. I think they're a middle of the road front office. I think if you had Jerry and Steven replaced with people who made better decisions on when and how much to pay who, that that would move up. But basically right now you are leaning on the fact that you scout draft and develop pretty well. Do you envision any scenario where we double dip at receiver? Well, right now your receivers are CD Gallup, Washington Brown, Fihoko. You need at least one and you could take two because fifth round picks aren't guaranteed to be on your team two rounds later. So semi's not guaranteed. Uh, honestly, James Washington, depending on how much guaranteed money he gets, he's not guaranteed to be on the team. Noah Brown, I know they like, so I would bet he'll be on the team as their fifth wide receiver. You could double dip at wide receiver. Jeff, since leaving the radio, I now consider you the most sought-after free agent on the market. Keep being awesome. Go Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I think if I want to do radio, there's contract things that there's a certain amount of time that you can't do anything. But if I want to do radio, I don't, I think I have that possibility. Jeff, way people stealing money from Jera versus Steven being stingy slash prove it. There is no stealing money or being stingy. I mean, in theory, you actually want your front office to try to win these deals and try not to get stuck in bad contracts. It's what you want. It's when your inability to grasp what their real market is and get a deal done like Dak. I remember when the fan base was split on like, should Dak get $22 million? And that's what the Cowboys were thinking too. And so they ended up giving him 45. You you have to understand the market and when it's worth not winning a deal to get the deal done. And the Cowboys have done a bad job of that lately. Thoughts on John Mechie. I like Mechie. He's uh, coming off of an ACL but he's one of the guys that I think is good at what the Cowboys are going to be looking for at wide receiver, because what they're going to want at wide receiver is technicians route runners where you're going to be where you're supposed to be on time and you can create separation. Mechie is not a good slash great NFL athlete compared to wide receivers. Like he'll be considered a middle of the road athlete for a wide receiver in the league but he's good. He's nuanced. He's smart. He's a route runner. Uh, that can fit. That can totally fit. Like take Zion over Linderbaum. Can't we use Josh ball or McGovern at guard? They played McGovern at guard and they hated it. They didn't want him in there at all. They were trying like hell to make that dude into a starter and they did not like it. And Josh ball is basically just redshirted. He's shown nothing in the NFL. There's no way you could go in thinking that Josh ball is an NFL starter. Why you could take Zion over Linderbaum, Tyler Linderbaum, the Iowa center, Zion Johnson guard, Boston college. It just depends. Which guy do you think is a better player? Because if you feel way better about Linderbaum, then you draft Linderbaum and he's going to start at center. And then you got to figure out left guard in another place. Why Zion Johnson makes a lot of sense because currently left guard is empty. It's McGovern, it's Matt Farniok, it's guys who either never have or who they wanted them to, but they failed at it. So that's why. Can Zion Johnson play center, double dip with him and Ingram? I don't know if he can because I haven't seen him do it, but at the Senior Bowl, they had him take snaps there, and I heard that after a start that was kind of up and down because he'd never done it before, that he looked capable. 
Thoughts on the Batman? Eh, six and a half out of 10. I enjoyed it. I could have chopped 20, 30 minutes out of that bad boy without losing anything on the plot, but they didn't. Cam Jurgen, Nebraska. Yeah, he's the low rent version of Linderbaum. He's the fourth round version of Tyler Linderbaum. We have four fifth round picks. Thoughts on what we'll do? Glory of that is you could pick four players and hope that you hit on one or two, or you could prioritize somebody earlier in the draft and package picks to go up and do it. Monday night mock party at Jeff's tonight? Maybe. I don't got nothing going on. I don't think. What's Monday? Tuesday and Thursday's a draft show. Wednesday's plug and play. Uh, yeah, maybe. When it comes to re-signing players or even signing players, it seems like the Cowboys negotiate with arrogance. Outdated mindset is costing the team. I agree with that. Yeah, I think Jerry and Steven negotiate from a place of arrogance for sure. And it's just a matter of does that catch up to you? Like the most shocking thing is that at different times, Steven Jones would literally not communicate with Dak's agent, Tank's agent, Gregory's agent. And you know the GM isn't doing it. So the GM and the guy right under the GM, neither one of them is willing to negotiate with the agent for the player they're trying to sign. Does that cost you one day? Do you catch a reputation with agents and players of F them? I don't know. But if you don't hit the like button, you love Stephen Jones. Exactly. Can you see a trade up to the top of the second of a third rounder and taking Sky Moore at 35? Please do. You guys don't understand. I love I love Sky Moore for a reason. When Sky Moore gets picked by the Packers at the end of the first round, Sky Moore's going for over a thousand yards as a rookie. You just get ready. Get ready for all that. Best second or third round linebacker to pair with Micah. Assume Quay Walker is gone. Boy, there's so many options. Um Chad Muma. Third round, Channing Tyndall, Georgia. Um, Asamoa, Oklahoma. I really should have my board pulled up when I'm doing this, but I don't. Skymore or Jalen Rager? Skymore. Jeff, have you seen the fake Stephen Jones account on Twitter? It's hilarious. I have seen it. I have seen it. I have. All right, I think I'm done. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else for you today. Oh, Christian Harris. Yeah, that's another second-round linebacker. Surely can. All right, kids. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thoughts on George Karloftis? Love him. Pick him at 24. No problem. Jeff, who is that other dude from App State you loved a few years ago? Uh, he was a linebacker. I forgot his name. but He was pretty good early in his career. But I haven't heard his name lately, so I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. All right. Peace out, homies. I love you. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. Be 